Hi, my name is Sarah, and this is a true crime pod. So uh, this is possibly my first episode. I think this one's going to go out before my other one. I've um, I did record two, but then I had issues with the second one. It just needs some editing, so I think that's going to get done after this one. Um, but we'll see what happens. So today I'm going to be talking about a bit of a different um, subject, I guess. I, I will be normally doing um, true crime and, you know, focusing mostly on serial killers. But in this case today, it's going to be um, a brief overview of different cases because I'm going to be talking about hybristophilia um, and some different cases, like I say. So... I just want to start with actually talking about what it is, in case you don't know, um, what hybristophilia actually is. So, hybristophiliacs are people who are sexually aroused and attracted to people who have committed cruel, gruesome crimes, such as murder and rape. Um, it does occur more often in women than men, but there are cases where, obviously, where men have had it as well. It's just more common in women. So when I was looking into this, I also found out that there are two different types. So there are two types of hybristophilia. So passive hybristophilia. Um, so I'm just going to read a little bit about that, that I found. So every year, notorious criminals receive romantic and sexual fan mail from admirers. These letter writing groupies, um, known as SKG, which is serial killer groupies, have no desire in taking part of criminal activity, um, yet they are attracted to men behind bars. These women are usually delusional and will find will try to find excuses for what the criminal did. They'll develop relationships with the criminal and feel that they're special, even that even though their lover may have killed numerous people, he would never harm her. They usually feel that they can change their lover and have rescue fantasies. Passive hybristophiliacs tend to put themselves in positions to be seduced, manipulated and lied to by the people they fall for. So that's just a brief um, bit of information about passive hybristophilia. There is obviously more information available, but I don't want to go into a, uh, a huge essay on it for you. Um, you can have a look at research if you would like to. So the next um, part, the next type of hybristophilias is aggressive histophiliacs. Um, so they're the opposite um, of passive. Um, so they're willing to help out the lovers with their criminal agenda by luring victims, hiding bodies, covering crimes, or even committing crimes. So very different than the, the first ones. Um, they're attracted to their lovers because of their violent actions and want to receive love, yet are unable to understand that their lovers are psychopaths who are manipulating them. Both passive and aggressive fibrostophiliacs tend to end up in an abusive or unhealthy relationship. Um, so the causes, um, the specific causes of fibrostophilia are actually unclear. Um, everything about this paraphilia is complex and inaccurate. Although among the possible causes, we can find the following. So this is a little bit about the uh, causes that I did find. So the first one shows... Um, history of abuse. So studies have shown that women who have a history of abuse in their childhood tend to choose sexual and romantic partners with a criminal and aggressive profile. Um, this continues the pattern of abuse. 
Um, then I found Dark Triad. So the Dark Triad of personality refers to a combination of three personality traits. So narcissism, machi Machiavelli, sorry, Machiavellianism, I think, and psychop psychopathy, which are often attractive to some types of women. Men who develop this triad have a high tendency to become criminals. Um, and then the third one is social stereotypes. So consciously or, consciously or not, society imposes stereotypes of how couples should be. One of the most common pattern lies in machismo, which where it's common for the man to dominate in the relationship to the point of being aggressive this can often be socially accepted behavior so some people might be wondering is this something you know can hybristophilia actually be treated um so i mean treatment isn't generally sought out um, from what i've seen so unless for example there might be some kind of legal action um where they're required to but otherwise, um, it's not really something that people would um, seek out. Um, but there are methods in place that could be used. So, for example, psychotherapy. Um, so cognitive behavioral therapy, um, CBT. Um, orgasmic reconditioning. Individual expressive support psychotherapy. Um, and then there is group, group therapy. Um, so there's 12-step programs, which is a little bit like um, AA. So for... Um, so for addiction to alcohol, but in this case, it would be for sex addicts. Um, hypnosis, medications. So some suggested medications here that I found would be antidepressants, uh, mood stabilizers, antandrogens, and um, medical castration. So, I mean, big extreme, but that's fair enough. Um so that is the overall summary of hybristophilia. There's probably a lot more that I can go into detail about, but I'm just wanting to cover um, some of the cases today. So you may have heard of some of these um, and you may not have, but I just, I'll go through them and we'll see. So we have um, Doreen Leoy. Um, I hope that's how you pronounce her name. Um, she fell in love with serial killer Richard Ramirez. Um, a lot of you will know that case. Um, he did kill 13 people. They got married at the San Quentin prison in California. Um, women still send Ramirez fan mail and marriage proposals, even though he's dead. So not really going to hear back from him then in that case. Not sure why you would still send them. But anyway, that's that's fair enough. Carol Ann Boone, um, she married Ted Bundy during his trial. Um, he may have killed anywhere between 30 to 100 people. Bundy proposed to her in the courtroom when Boone was being questioned on the stand. They had a daughter together, but Boone got a divorce and changed her name um, and disappeared. So not sure what happened to her. Um, Charles Manson and the Columbine High Shooters also have groupies. Scott Peterson murdered his pregnant wife within hours of being convicted for his crime. Peterson received his first of many marriage proposals. Um, which, I mean, just on that one, I don't understand. I don't understand a lot of them. But when he murdered his own wife, then why would you want to be his wife? Because, you know, you, 
he's just murdered his own wife. Chances are it could happen to uh, to you. Um, I mean, obviously, he is in jail, but why would you why would you want to risk that? It's just not seems strange to me. But anyway, the whole thing the whole thing is strange. But anyway, the next one is John Wayne Gacy. Um, he did kill and rape thirty three young men. Um, he had women throw themselves at him. Um, a book has actually been published with all the letters that he received while in prison. Um, and he did have an affair with a delusional woman in prison. Um, she didn't believe that he had actually committed his crimes. So, fair enough. Another case is Tracy Bottomley. Um, and she married double murderer Ernest Otto Smith after joining a prison penpal scheme. So she, uh, she's 41. She was fully aware that Otto Smith had been jailed for life without parole um, after he'd murdered a man and a woman in 2005. Um, Tracy from Shipley, which is West Yorkshire, aimed to marry her love in 2020 um, and planned on getting hitched at Ohio Department of Prisons in the US. She spoke to the star in 2019 and she said, Quote, Ernest doesn't scare me. I've never been someone who gets frightened easily. Yes, he is a serial killer. He's committed a few murders. But I understand the risks of what could happen and I still love him. Being killed isn't the best way to go, but every everybody dies one day. I'm going to die eventually, and I don't mind the fact it could be at the hands of him. Um, yeah, that's... um. That's certainly interesting, but I don't know why you would I don't know why you would want to think that it might be that you might get killed by your own husband, but um it's kind of it's kind of bizarre, but that's yeah, that's a whole other thing. I'm not here to um I try not to I try not to judge because it is you know it's just one of those things I don't I don't like to. So if she's happy, then fair enough. Um, so the killer proposed over voicemail and Tracy didn't hesitate to say yes. Um, but I haven't actually been able to find out whether they have got married or not uh, yet at this time of recording. So there might be, there might not be. Um, so the next one that I would like to um, talk about is Rebecca Rebecca Sharp. Um so Rebecca is um from Oxfordshire. She she actually tricked her family into believing that she was on holiday in the US. Um but actually she was um getting married to um her husband Manuel Avet Jr. um at the Amon jail uh, which is Florence Arizona. Um, he is a double murderer awaiting lethal injection on death row. So they did um, actually begin as pen pals. Um, and Ovante described himself as a goofball who is loyal and easy to get along with. Um, he spent more than, more than a decade in jail after being sentenced to death in 2010. Um, he murdered a woman and a man. Um, when he was looking for drugs in 2008, he was allowed to leave his cell for the wedding with Rebecca. 
um, who is a dental assistant. So the next case is a lady called Naomi Wise. Um, although I think now, even though they didn't get married, she does have his name, which is um, Aquenda. So Victor Aquenda. He's serving 24 years for two gangland hits and three armed robberies. So she did meet him online. Um, and then they had been in contact for two years. And then she did actually uh, meet him. So he he shot dead two rivals in a gangland hit. And um, at the time, which was, sorry, bear with me, 2022, he had served um, 12 years of his sentence. Um, so Naomi is quite open about her, um, you know, her life as a jail wife, as it were. Um, she flew from her home in Manchester to Michigan to see him on the 11th of July. Um, in their first meeting, she said that her husband grabbed her face and gave her an intense kiss as soon as they saw each other. Um, which, fair enough. You know, they've been talking for a while. I can understand that. If you want to see someone and it's been a long time, that's that's understandable. Um, so, despite being banged up, Aquendo has gifted her with an engagement ring, a wedding ring and an eternity ring. She has got his initials tattooed on her wrist as well talking about her fairy tale day Naomi said I got through security I walked into the visiting room and I could just see the back of his head and I was like oh my god he's effing real I'm so nervous at this point my whole body is shaking and then he turns around and looks at me and as soon as I look at him all my nerves disappear we spent the whole time laughing and feeding each other food um, so despite having never met, Naomi, reve Naomi revealed she was comfortable enough to pick food out of Aquendo's teeth. Um, interesting. She now plans to move across the pond to be closer with him. Now, um, Aquendo will be eligible for parole in 2034, but could be inside until 2052. She did start a petition to get her husband granted clemency, which had um, had gathered over uh, 26,000 signatures but at, this was in the I got this information from an article that was written July 2022 and I have since found out some information from um, reading reading some information and also from socials um, I think it was on her Instagram that it does appear that they may actually have split up um, so I mean, I'm going to say good for her. <laughs> um, so that's, that is some good news for sure. So what I wanted to do with this episode is I've decided actually that that is the end of the first part. The second part, I'm actually going to go into um, some some real detail about a particular case um, that is related to hybristophilia because the person that I'm going to talk about does end up with a... Um, with a partner so I'm gonna go into more detail on that like I say and that will be in part two so I hope you stick around for that and I hope you enjoyed this episode thank you the chessboard killer <laughs>